Blog Talk Radio. In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation. Now, the word of truth by Pastor Lionel Gant. I am looking for freedom, looking for freedom, and Glory to God, glory to God. This is Pastor Lionel Kent coming to you live uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. And once again, we're coming to you with the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And it's a lot going on. I was going to bring on um, my son, uh, Lionel Gant, on the radio today. And I'm going to bring in Ibrahim. Uh, who's at a protest right now uh, talking about the uh, Second Amendment rights uh, according to the Constitution. And uh, we'll be waiting on them to call in uh, as they'll call in later on uh, into the broadcast. All right, y'all, this is the Whole Truth, Nothing But the Truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. And, yep, once again, we're coming to you live with nothing but the whole truth. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We ask, O Heavenly Father, that you bless this day, strengthen us and keep us in every way. We give you all the honor. Father God, we give you all the glory. Father God, we give you all the praise. We pray. Amen, and thank God. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live with nothing but the whole truth. You know, uh, my son is on the line right now, and uh, his name is Lionel Jr., so he's going to come He's going to come to you in his own way, and he's going to share some things with you. And we're waiting on our other caller to call in, Ibrahim, Who's uh, who's right now at an active protest in in uh, uh, Lord have mercy. Uh, I think he's in Louisville uh, right now. Uh, he's calling in right now. Let me bring him in on the line. Dad. Hold Dad. on just a second. Hold on just a second. Okay. Okay, Ibrahim, you're on the line with us right now, and I have my son on the line, um, and and we're going to we're going to talk about uh, Second Amendment rights. And uh, Ibrahim, uh, could you please tell us where you're at right now and what's going on? Well, right now I'm just uh, about 50 miles out of Louisville, Kentucky. The reason I'm going up to Louisville, if y'all remember, the Brianna Teller of it when uh, she was killed in her bed while she was waking up by a police officer on a no-knock warrant. Now, in response to that, a lot of people did a lot of things, but uh, Jake Johnson, the NFAT, non-effing around coalition, uh, led a bunch of men armed and disciplined in rank, uh, honoring the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment is pretty much they say it's about individuals, but it's about a militia, well-trained armed militia. 
is what the Second Amendment gives credit to, and that's what he had formed. And he went in there to sway the opinion of the Trump, the Trump uh, mega people, the district attorney, or black district attorney was a Trump mega, and other people, to, to put the police where they need to be, not, not against the police force, but the police in charge. He, had, he got permission, he talked to the police, he told them what he was going to do, and he executed and because of that, one of the few things that brought attention to the no-knock warrant, which, which Louisville, Kentucky, Kentucky has changed, and also uh, uh, Breonna Taylor family was a large, a large sum of money. Now, this was part and parcel of a lot of people doing a lot of things, but you can give credit to Jay Johnson of the Non-Ethnoround Coalition, NFAC, um, to, uh, uh, you know, that helped spark. And, and, and I have to, I have to add, I have to add, that is the name of an actual organization. That is the and, name of the uh, organization. And, uh, and, and I want to let you all know that the, that the views and opinions of those that, are, that come on our broadcast, they are the opinions of their, of those, of their own and not necessarily the opinion of uh, this broadcast. So, 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 bro, I'm gonna let my son come in right quick before you, uh, before you, before you get into that, and uh, uh, I want to hear what he has to say. Uh, Lionel, can you come in and introduce yourself and uh, say a little bit about what, uh, what, what you all are proposing now? Lionel, are you there? Hello, are you there? Lionel, are you there? Okay. Hello? Okay, yes. Uh, Yeah, I was just introducing you, and uh, I wanted you to introduce yourself and uh, say what's on your mind. Uh, yeah, um, my name's Lionel uh, Gant Jr. My dad, obviously, y'all know who he is. Y'all, uh, y'all very familiar with him, and I trying to get familiar with the other, the younger. And um, basically, I'm about to start a podcast uh, myself, speaking on the issues of the black economics, the black economics of where we stand in the system of things. And uh, my standpoint and view at this point in time is that it's time for us to really separate from the system itself. Um, If I'm going to be real and logical about it, we have tried to exist in what America is supposed to stand for. Um, Black lives are the lives least matter or matter in the country. And, um, Man. If we're going to be real about it, let's just be all the way real. It's just that um, the system was never designed for us to thrive. It's still designed in the form of we're slaves in their system. And this isn't about racism. I want to make that clear, number one. I don't have a problem with white people or other races, anything like that. I don't have a problem with that. This is about economic empowerment. This is about what's fair and what we're owed as a people for all the slavery, for all the separate but equal laws, for all the tearing down Black Wall Street, they have not atoned as a country Mm -hmm. for the damage they've done to us as a race of people, as a nation of people. And it's time we we have to come together now more than ever. We have to. Because that's what they're thriving off of. They're thriving off the division through 
you know, mm-hmm. us growing up in poverty situation. You put put a bunch of people in poverty, you're going to create criminals. You're going to create crime. They know this. Everything mm-hmm. they did was a systematic structure to keep us as, in their minds, an inferior race of people to them. Okay. You look around, okay. you look around, Mexicans, you look around, Asians, you look around, Jews, you look around. They all have a better economic standpoint than we do in this country. We're still at the bottom of the total pole as far as the economic concern. And, they, and we've endured more than the Jews. We're still in our Holocaust right now. That's right. We're still in our Holocaust. If you really want to be real about it, we're still systematically, systemically racism still exists. Our children are still at least educated. Illiterate race is out of the charge. It's passing our kids along through schools. So when you get to the meat of everything, we need to be paid when we're old. And it ain't about reparations because they can't pay the reparation ticket. They know they can't pay because the reparations means you break down the word. It means to repair. They don't want to repair the damage they've done because they know it literally would bankrupt the economy as they know it to give back what they did to our race of people. And okay. that's okay. what my podcast is going to be about, and that's what um, my viewpoint stands. I'm not about unifying anymore with the uh, other races of people. I'm about separating and being a sovereign nation within the nation. This is okay. the message we're going to start pushing because at this point, again, I'm going to say it loud and clear. We have to break away from their system. It's systemically showing that it's designed for us to stay oppressed and stay in a servitary position. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with being a servant because somebody has to do servitary jobs in the economy the way this way they've structured it. But economically, it's very imbalanced, and they don't want to address the economic imbalance on our behalf. And until they do that, I don't feel like we should continue to consume and buy into their system, be consumers of their economy. Amen. Okay, okay. All right, and 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 we got a situation right now. Uh, Brother Ibrahim, he was telling us about uh, the protest where he's going to right now, and uh, and 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 this dealing with the with the Second Amendment of the Constitution. But I'm gonna tell y'all something. That Constitution was never meant for us. It was never meant for 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 the indigenous people, it never it was never meant for Black America. So 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 so, brother Ibrahim, okay, what's going on right there with you at right now? Okay, like I said, I was on the way up. Um, right now, um, they're, they're starting the introduction. Well, they're starting about one o'clock our time. The introduction okay. to the uh, people and on uh, the march, right? Um, I forgot mm-hmm. Louisville's on Eastern time. So anyway, so they'll be starting. Then the march goes from 2 to 3, and where the march ends at is going to be the rally point. It's going to go from 3 to 4. And uh, that's when that we'll be rallying to try to raise money and try to raise support from different organizations to write the governor and the prison institution and the district attorney and everybody and the judges to release him on the trumped-up charges, and I say the Trump charges, um, to have him released because the charges was that he pointed a firearm at a officer, even though he was working with the officer and everything. There was allegedly supposed to be some uh, shooters up on the building the day before, and he was checking it out with his scope. And uh, they, they claimed that he was pointing his rifle months, months later after everything's resolved with the Breonna Taylor case and, and the um, officers were arrested and looked upon as being uh, charged 
cops with the uh, atrocity that he committed against Breonna Taylor and her boy and her fiance. And, so and the Rihanna Taylor case, now, in the Rihanna Taylor, Taylor case, we have about 700 listeners that are listening to the broadcast right now. And mm-hmm. and I want you to remind them about the Rihanna Taylor case uh, was a servant of a no-knock warrant and uh, and what happened with that situation. Go ahead. Well, um, it, it was late at night, and they had a no-knock warrant. They had the wrong address upon it. They had so the wrong they, address, yes. Yeah. They had the wrong Go address, ahead. and so they, they claimed they did something. Uh, Brianna Taylor and her fiancé did not hear this. Here they come in, but they heard people at the door, so they got up out of the bedroom and come to the door. Her uh, fiancé was a licensed, uh, licensed uh, holder of a firearm. So when they came in, he shot in the floor, almost out of excitement when they broke through the door. By then, they started hollering, but they were also returning fire. And one officer took it upon himself to go around to the bedroom and start shooting the bedroom, which bullets went into the apartment next to them. So in the process, they killed Breonna Taylor, even though her fiancé was uninjured or harmed. They did shoot and kill Breonna Taylor in, in the hallway. They couldn't see her because of the darkness. Now what came out of that, uh, they said the couple of police were okay with that, but the police that fired, recklessly fired through an empty bedroom into another apartment, they did charge them for that. But however... Okay. 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 So for 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 time's sake, let's let's go let's 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 go into the, the fact of the matter that 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 this happened this happened uh, and it led to the protest that uh, that it led to the arrest and the protest that uh, that followed. Okay. Uh, and and my son was coming in with a with a powerful point. That these laws are not meant for us. These 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 constitutional rights are not being are not being fulfilled when it comes to Black America. So I'm gonna let him come back in and and explain that to to the people uh, that 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 the rules and the laws that are, are enforced in America they are not for us as we see time and time again. We don't hear about no no not once going on in white America, but now we are constantly hearing about this in black America. And as my son said, we ain't about the race thing. It's about this is happening to us every day. So, so Lionel, could you come in and explain to them why we have to separate? Why we have to separate and why? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, everything what you're talking about, when you look at the Breonna Taylors, you look at the Trayvon Martins, you look at all these uh, uh, Sandra Blands, all these things, man, like you you see that it's a pattern, and they use it politically also to push narratives on our people, to push narratives to continue to keep us enslaved mentally to that this is what we should accept. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, it's like this. The prison system itself is designed to keep us in bondage. You go back and you look at the Constitution, you know that they have not amended that part of the Constitution, meaning they can still use us for slave labor through the prison system. So right. think about it. One one situation creates another. They had the plan orchestrated. We create the prisons, and then we put these group of people in these living situations in order to create crime so we can lock them up and continue to you know eat off of their slavery, off their labor, off their bodies. So anything they do when it comes to their laws is perfectly designed for them to thrive and financially, you know, gain literally okay. off the okay. facts well, of our well, humanity. 
Let's talk about let's talk about let's talk about the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms. What 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 I mean, what happens when 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 black people go out and, and get weapons and come out in the street having a militia? Why these laws don't apply to us? And and bro, Ibrahim, you can jump in there, but my son, you can jump in there. You know, what, I mean, well, well, the Constitution about the right to bear arms, I feel like. That's part of a, the part of the Constitution that's fair across the board for the most part, and, and it's different for different states, you know what I'm saying? But ultimately, I don't think an issue so much about bearing arms is our issue because we can legally get the arms and do all of that and then build militia and all that. The problem comes in that they don't want us to stand on our own. They don't want us to organize anything. They don't want us to organize anything solely black. I'll just put it that way. Because they well, do not want to address, about, about, they don't want to address the injustice. What about the white people that, that took over the White House during Donald Trump time, okay? And none of them, now if that was black people, what would have happened? We know what would have happened. They would have shot us down. And they would have imprisoned any survivors and used them as a catalyst to say these Trump supporters, you know, black men and women or whatever, did what they did, and this uh-huh. is why they shouldn't be free. You see, and if we stand like that, but that's, see, that's the crazy thing about it. I feel like at this point, that's the only thing they're going to respect. Freedom ain't bought, ain't bought for, you know, ain't free. You have to fight for it. And that's what we've laid down as a people in this country. We can keep talking about how the laws ain't fair. That's yeah. why we have to stand and fight back. I'm not yeah. saying kill random white people. I'm not saying go to the White House and try to assassinate an official. I'm saying we need to stand together and unify. And if it means you will not give us separation or give us what we're owed for what has been done, then it is war. It is a declaration of war because you have literally, like I said, we're still living in our Holocaust. It's uh-huh. The systemic racism is so powerful. The oppression is so real in our communities. It's unjust. It's unfair. You have psychologically destroyed our people. That's why I don't care about y'all laws. Y'all laws is for y'all to stay in power. When people wake up and realize that they still eat off of us consuming in their economy, we take the money away, we take ourselves out of it, that's when they're going to want to start listening because they know that they need our money. They need us to consume in their system. I'm saying this is why we don't need to consume in their system because at the end of the day, it's designed to keep their pockets fat. Uh-huh. They don't fix our projects up. They don't want to give back to our communities. They don't want to come through and, and use the military to clean up the, the, the psychological damage they did to our people. They don't want to do that. They want us to die out and kill each other out so they can reign supreme. They can say what they want. And all white people ain't on that governmental structure and how they designed it. It's so that they stay in power and we stay economically weaker and inferior to them. This is why we got to wake up and say enough of that. We can build our own. We have mechanics. We have construction workers. We have doctors. We have lawyers. We have teachers. We just got to come together and stop being divided as a people. We're allowing their laws, their system, their views to divide us. We're worrying about relationships and things like that, why we can't come together as men and women more than we coming together to really fight the real enemy. And that's the problem. They don't want to hear us talking like this because they know that if we all stood together in solitude on stuff like this, they would have a problem okay. because their system is designed to keep us underneath them when we really should be American and equal if America is America. Let me let my brother come in and what they're doing on the ground right now. Man, that sounds like young of me. I would, I, would refer, I would refer your son, Junior, there to the Nubian Nation. 
or Nubian news to get benefit from that and some experience in that area of forming the nation. That was one of the earliest things of our forefathers. A lot of people fail to mention what's create their own nation. Even before the Civil War, there was a haul out in, in Florida. St. Augustine, Florida is a good example of that, of Florida, pre the American Revolution. Stands for that. They do about creating their own nation. Ever since, and I went down to Central America, and I found out, ever since the first uh, Europeans brought people over to this country, they fought against it. And the people that were here, we that were here, fought against it. And, and, and some still fought against it until the present time. They've been bought out, killed, murdered out, separated, weeded out. So now we have an element now. Now, as far as the Constitution is concerned, the Constitution is written in our blood and written by us in our blood. And the Constitution is a preamble to the Constitution. Everything else is an amendment. And if you look at 1866, 1870, 19, 1920, and go on and on to Brown v. Board of Education, 1950, blah, 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 1963, did you see that we challenged the Constitution to make it relevant, that every citizen born in this country, whatever color he is, become a natural citizen because of a constitutional amendment that was brought about in the 13th or 14th Amendment and other amendments to state your naturalized citizenhood by being born, simply born in this country. A lot of countries don't have that. But here, well, they do well, because well, of what? Hold, hold on, hold on, bro. Now, now they did. Now, now you know the, the act that they did to, to, to take us back to Liberia, to take the to take, you know, to give us our own country there. And they also passed an amendment, passed a ruling that we could, they were going to try to make Panama, Panama, uh, the place for a black nation, for us to go back to Panama and have a nation. But Frederick Douglass and them blocked that because they wanted to abide, they wanted to be a part of America. So, so, instead of getting our own country, hold on, hold on a minute now. Instead of us getting our own country, you know, those leaders they wanted to stay here in America and be a part and be assimilated into America. You're absolutely wrong about that. And that's absolutely wrong because now what they say. And what we wanted are two different things. Even before the American Revolution, we had established ourselves uh, all the way across from Florida all the way out to California. Right, and that's I right. I history on that, right? That's right. And number that's one, right. 1828, a black man, uh, Guillermo, the second president of Mexico, freed black people all the way from Texas all the way out to California. And I stand by that law. And it wasn't until after that, that uh, that the Americans took over, fought against Mexico, and, and to restore slavery all the way out of California. But by that time, the American government had changed their mind of slavery and outlawed slavery being imported in here from Africa, but could be imported from there. And most of the American Navy was black. Was black people in the American Union Navy were black, uh, uh, even during the Civil War. That, it turned it from the north, uh, from the south. But most of, most of the merchant seamen okay. and most of the military seamen were black. But so look, they wanted their own country. One of, uh, down in Alabama, there, there was a place that people had escaped from a ship and tried to start their own nation and maintain their own nation. They, and they still there. So, um, out there in Louisiana, one of the biggest slave uprisings in, in North America, in what we call the United States of America, existed um, after 1812, where they took, they took over most of North Louisiana 
and called. They said they were stuck in their own country. It took them six okay. months. Okay, so basically, okay, so basically, let me go, let me go, let me go. Hold on, hold on, no, no, no. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me appreciate it. Okay, here's the thing. Every time, every time we the subject come up about us forming our own nation, why is it that, like my son was saying, the Jewish nation they they allow them to do it, the Indian nation they allow them to do it. Why is all of a sudden Black America, who was already here before Columbus came, why they're mm-hmm. still trying to keep block us from forming our own nation? And I'm gonna I'm gonna put it back on the when you come in. Well, well, uh, well, I was gonna say divide and conquer. Well, you wanna know the history? I give you the history. Divide and conquer. But that exactly. is not people. Hold on, hold on. Well, hold on. Let me get it back to my son, and then you can come in. I come with the history. Let me get it back to my son, and then you can come in. It's nothing but the truth. I'm gonna yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's a, yeah, he's telling the truth, and, I, and I'm going to let him expound upon it. So all I'm going to say, and I'm going to keep mine a little short so I can let this brother give you the history, because that's the, that's the important part. A lot of us don't know the history of this. We don't read, and this goes back to slavery. Well, they they kept us from reading. Years. Right, they, they kept, hold on, they kept on. us. They kept us from wanting to read, wanting to learn, wanting to educate, right. wanting that's to right. go back, and that's that the, and that's and that's the, that's that that swings everything and aligns everything. We uh-huh. as a people don't want to research like that. We don't want to understand the history. We don't want to learn those uprisings. This exists. You had you had people standing against the powers to be, and they mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying they stuck they shut us down. Fear the tactic they're going to continue. So my answer to that question is just simply fear. They have instilled a level of fear in our people that we have not conquered. And until we conquer that fear, none of this matters. Why are you willing to shoot your own brother before you're willing to shoot the racist officer that's really willing to take the whole community out if he could? But you raise arms to your brother over, you know, some knick-knack, patty-whack, bull crap. That's the issue. You're afraid of the law that they put in place. You're afraid of the constant, you know, just like go back to slavery. When you are watching your own father being buck, buck broken in front of you, what level of fear does that put in a son's heart and a daughter's heart? Mm-hmm. When you sit up there and you watch people stand up against the law and they gun them down, you got kids to feed yourself. You're afraid to stand against, but we cannot continue to be afraid. That's the whole issue. They are thriving off our fear. And when we integrated, that was the worst thing we could have did. That was uh-huh. the worst thing we could have did. Right. We should have kept fighting. We should have, if it meant every man and woman and child died behind this. We keep coming. We keep coming. You give us sovereignty or you give us nothing. Because you have, you have, you have destroyed our people. You have destroyed our people. And you refuse to acknowledge that you will not repair the damage you've done. And we will not continue to sweep it under the rug. So... I pass it back to my brother to give the history because that's important. They need to hear where we stood, where they took that away, where they bombed this, where they did that. Think of our radio listeners, okay, my brother Ibrahim, he is a historian. So he's going to bring it to you raw. All right, bro, come on in here. Okay, what I was saying is it's called divide and conquer. It's a plural, right? I forgot the whole Latin phrase for it, divide and conquer. Now, what is happening to us, they're telling the history that it's edible, that it's pat, that, that enforces them. They told us we were ignorant, we couldn't read. You know, that's a lie. They say we come savages from a country. We didn't know nothing. 
we were building, we were metallurgists, we were we were orators, right? We had That's written right. laws, we had written language, we spoke a European language. And the people they brought here, you would have the Pan American. I forgot the book. I got a book on it, but they were talking about the Pan Americans, right? And why they why why they couldn't uh, completely subdue them or keep them subdued, right? And they had to bring in people from the out that was already subdued, the, the Jamaica out, Jamaica and all like that, to put the build a Panama mail for the Americans. And then they 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 literally pushed it, and they brought in something that had escaped uh, Panama, in Central America, the Panama Canal, and that was segregation. They brought in segregation to a nation that already conquered and got past segregation and was going to make this a, a nation of people of color. And we had a nation of people of color. They subdued that, bought it out, fought the people, and now we have people separated different color bears in, in, in there that's fighting against each other, as we do here. They tell us lies, and people reinforce our own intelligence to tell us we were ignorant we came here, that Christian religion rescued us, that the, that, the, that the Europeans rescued us from savagery and debauchery. You know, in paganism, and we came, we were brought here by pagan people that's full of debauchery and murder and malice of thought. And it wasn't for religion; it was for, for uh, conquering. A lot of people don't understand that land and resource is the reason battles were fought, right? And I agree with the brother about we found nation, but that is nothing new. They were talking about that in the 1800s about it forming our own nation. Where in the Black Belt? You can check your you can check your right. Look at the look up the Black Belt. Or, or, or they're talking about the South, the, the states in the South that cut the most black people. They also talked about Booker T. Washington discussed that. And also uh, 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 Marcus Garvey yep. explained yep. that, laid it out. Yep. And also yep. and also uh, uh, Stalin or the Communist Party, the Black Communist Party, said there's a nation with, Stalin said the nation was a nation. And then yep. a, a, a student of Marcus Garvey, Elijah Muhammad, that's what he spoke about. Until now on, when in 60 somewhere he got lost. And Farrakhan ain't said nothing about that nation. They had, they had built well, a shed well, ships. Well, well, they had well, fish. Well, they had well, tractor well, trailers. Well, they had factories. Why, why this is not being taught in our schools? Why this because is not being taught in our schools? Because, it's you know, I'll tell you one reason. I, I, this is my opinion now. This is just a pure opinion. What I see now when they look back at the past, they feel comfortable telling us what we didn't do, what we went for, what we wouldn't do, and who they are today. Because that way you can say, well, you can, oh, I, you can excuse yourself for doing nothing and, and going by status quo by saying you're superior to those in the past, your ancestors. That is so disrespectful. It raises my anger and my angst when I hear my black people saying that, <laughs> that this is what it was and who we are today. And, and you know what? I've come up in that generation. I have people trying to tell me on another show about Martin Luther King, who Martin Luther King was, how great was. I said, anybody can be a Martin Luther King. Oh, brother, you out your mind. Anybody can't do that. Oh, this happened. He said this. He said that. I said, but I'm going to tell you what else he said, right? Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah he, he talked about that. That wasn't his way. That wasn't his way. To stop what the, what the March on Washington was for. He put, Kennedy put him in and others to try to, to circumvent the energy and the power of the common black man to stand for economy and, and justice right through the economy and allowed to make their own money where they had their own citizenship and everywhere. You talk about okay. the black world. Well, talk about well, these well, things. Talk about well, Chicago. Well, how about Delta? Well, how about LA? Well, 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 1919. Bro, we're having a conversation now. Hold on a minute. We're having a conversation now. But now Dr. King recanted later and said that, look, we, we integrated ourselves into a burning building. We integrated ourselves into a burning building because he, he, later, he later discovered that, that uh, 
that 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 everything they did was probably a mistake, okay, to to assimilate into the American system. And this is what my son them generation is saying that we made a mistake to assimilate into this so called America. I'm sorry. Uh, so I'm gonna he let grew. it go back to him. I'm gonna let he it go grew. back like, to like him. To talk, about, to talk about what they're trying to do. I was there, brother. I was there. I was there, brother. Hey, let's hear. Let's hear. Let's hear. Let's hear what the what the young people are talking about doing today. I'm trying to correct you. Yeah, I mean everything. We all want the same thing. This brother is a historian, giving you the history of the battles fought. And that's what I, I continue to push my point. I'm only going to keep pushing the same point. We should have never stopped fighting for it. Right. Never. It should have never no, been no. laying down. It should have never. And this is what you have. You have a generation from when they used the crack era to flood us and destroy mm. our people mm. in the 80s. Amen. We go When we talk about modern time, let's start there. The crack epidemic, they pushed that on us to continue to psychologically and, and keep us broken as a people. They did that, and as people, we dropped the ball. We should have never accepted. We should have never accepted. We should have never accepted. But see, but see, that's what I'm saying. When you when you have when you go back to the history, like he was saying, you go back in 1800 when they tried to fight, they tried to man, you continue to destroy what we're trying to build. So now you give us a way to make money, and at the own destruction and destitute of our own people, everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to live a certain way. Want to live comfortable. We still didn't look at what it would do to our people as a nation, and this is what they thrived on, divide and conquer. Like he said, divide them. You have them strung out, and they produce generations and generations of broken people. And now they're so broken to the point where they, all, they always throw it back on us. They blame we, they, they just try to blame us for our own problems. But that's what we didn't stand. That's what I'm saying. We left we left it there. We didn't fight. We didn't stand. We should have kept fighting. We need to fight now more than ever because the direction the economy is going, the direction it is going, you're going to see so many riots. You're going to see so much poverty at a worse level, and they don't care about black. Like right now, what I talked about, a subject I really touch on right quick outside of this is what's going on with the whole Black Lives Matter movement. Do you understand it's important that we highlight what that did? It would hurt our community more than help because it wasn't an organization started for us by us. Uh-huh. If you look at what they really stand for, they stand for transgender males right. and females and stuff like that. They're about helping right. those black people in the LGBT community. Those women that founded that or the faces of it, because they didn't found it, they were, you know, the powers that be gave them the money to orchestrate the machine. But those right. women don't, rec- re- don't represent black America, don't represent black men. And so when we highlight that, when we hi- hold on, when we highlight that, what I'm telling you is going to do now that when we try to stand and create something for us, by us, black, they're going to throw that back in our face. Y'all got $80 million for organization. Wow. And didn't do anything. And didn't do anything. Do anything. Yeah. I don't know what you think. You raised your phone. Hey, okay. That brother. Yeah. So we yeah. have to, you know, right. let, let, me, let me add something. Let me add something real quick. Black Lives Matter was started actually in the early 90s, right? It was yeah, started about right. Smith. And then when the situation happened and uh, all them brothers, matter of fact, I got a picture somewhere about some of them brothers when they got an award uh, back in the early 2000s or something, about the mid-2000s. All of them mm-hmm. are dead now. The ones that did the St. Louis thing outside of St. Louis and all, all them brothers are dead, man. Nobody cares about it. 
And then they had a conference in Washington, D.C. When, when the women of the day in the Black Lives Matter movement took over, right? And all hell broke loose, right? A lot of people, a lot of men railed against it, tried to start their own Black Lives Movement in the same area. Of course, they were out of pocket. Some of them were out of pocket about that because it really wasn't about the sex. It was about the, what the direction of the group was going, but it, it came about that. And then now the Black Lives Matter movement is 99, 90% a white, middle-class white woman wearing her, her hair a Gucci bag and wears out driving her little, driving her, her mom's limousine, right, with her kids to the soccer meet and talking about, oh, you know the struggle, baby. We down with our brothers and sisters, black brothers and sisters. That's what it's all about. It has got out of our hands. Well, you know what? Even the protest, we don't understand that the laws against us to protest. You cannot go out over the protest like Martin Luther King did. You cannot do that. You will be jailed forever, locked up, and nobody will care. Everybody will point fingers at you, brothers and sisters. The military will point fingers at the people that try to be nonviolent. The nonviolent people point fingers at nonviolent people because they got beaten in the head by the police officer and said they were violent. The cops weren't violent. They were violent because they wouldn't follow the orders of the cops, and they got a protest to say otherwise to protest a particular issue. And not only that, they forget that. They, the people don't even protest. They go out there hollering and screaming, bring people out, and call it a protest, and we got in the man's face. They don't have nothing to offer the enemy or what they want to do or beg them for, to, to figure out their situation, how they can prove their situation. Look, we don't have to do that. The protest, the way of protest that Martin the King, NAACP, and we've been doing since the 1700s. Look at, look at Richard Allen. You know what I'm talking about, right? You know, what we did was educate ourselves. What we did, we bettered ourselves, we built our own institutions, we built our we built money and wealth for ourselves, right? And we stood up for what was right for us as an American citizen that's paying into the, the taxes into the government, that this is what we supposed to do, right? This is what we want. And it, it spelled out what we want. Now they go into protest, they they, they go to hollering about something, they don't have, really know what they're talking about. They holler about it, get everybody all riled up and everything. At the end of the day, they go and go talk to the man and put it to the man. They go out there hollering, screaming, and then ask the man, you should do this. You should do this for us. You should, no, no, brothers and sisters. Not you do this for us. This is what we want. Reparations, you know what? They, they change up. But listen here, anybody, family, they can trade back, pay us 18, for, 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 for 1900 on, right? Deserve reparations. You know what reparations is? I don't want their, their, their money. Their money is intrinsic. Their goal is intrinsic. I want land and natural resource that we stand on today. There are billions of dollars being produced That's in the right. state. North That's Carolina, right. Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, go, uh, diamonds in Arkansas, Tennessee, uh, oil and stuff down in the Gulf, Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas, right? That's our Tangible states, resources. Right? Florida, right? Give me that. Give me Tangible give me resources. resources, exactly. Right? That's my wealth right there. Billions of dollars being made today as we speak in these lands I'm talking about. And we want that all oh, we get trillions of dollars. Oh, they, they will break the bank. They will break the bank. They just keep printing money. You want money? It's all they'll print money. That's all they do. They'll print billions of dollars. Look, $8 billion, $8 billion here, $7 billion here thrown in uh, over Ukraine. You and know, it's imploding on itself. Yep, and it's yeah. imploding. Now we'll, that's what we're getting. That's what we get into the economics of it. This is where the inflation is coming from, and it, this system. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. They know their system is about to literally implode in everybody's face. This is why the message I preach also outside of the sovereignty right now, while we're dealing with operating and whatever this system is they call it, you have to start protecting your wealth. You have to start looking into spreading your wealth out. You don't survive this. What's about to come? staying ignorant and thinking that their dollar is going to continue to provide for you. 
They knew they put us on this system and it's supposed to be a limited run for 40 some odd years. We're at that point. They're about to usher us into a new economic system that they control yet again. We have to say no. Every American, this ain't about black or white. It's about every American should say no to the system they're about to try to create now. Well, let, because, let, me, let me share something with you all, okay? You know, when the Black Lives Matter uh, was starting up, uh, that when they wanted to start in Atlanta, they were, they were offering me a million dollars to oversee the Black Lives Matter here in Atlanta, and I refused it. Okay, I refuse that. All right. When we look at the when we look at the situation that are, that that we're facing today, we're going to have to wisen up. That we don't need that. We we are the greatest consumers of America. We're the ones that keep America going. We're the one. It's our economy. That's 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 okay. When you look at it, everybody that wants to get a start in America. We look at the Iranians, the uh, Iraqians, we look at the Saudi Arabians and all of them who are supposed to be fleeing to this country because of the war. Where do they set up their, where do they set up their uh, shops at? Where do they set up their gas stations at? They set them up in the, in the black communities. The same way, you know, it's all about economy. And so I'm going to flip it back to my son right now. Why is it so important for us to maintain our own economy? It's time for us to wake up. Go ahead, son. That's what it is, because we have literally, you know, brother gave the history. The history outlines everything. You go back. You have to go back to understand where you're at. You know what I'm saying? That's just the realest it's going to get. You have to go back to the past. This is the problem. Too many uneducated young brothers and sisters out there, they don't want to go back. But yeah, if you go back, you don't see. Even know. They don't yeah. even know. Most of the people don't yeah. even know. That you got to go back to know who you are. They don't know who we, we don't know who we are. This what I'm saying. We don't know who we are. All mm-hmm. this needs to be laid out, and we need to come back together. But it's important to have our own economy because if we're going to say we're going to operate in that system, this is what that system is built upon, capitalism. You know, and we should have a stake in that as we help build this country. That's why I don't get mad when they say, why should we go to Liberia? Literally, we built this country off the backs of the slaves, off the back of separate but equalized steel. Where we were creating things. We have made inventions. We have, we have doctors that created heart surgery, ways mm-hmm. to do things. We, own, we deserve the right to be called American if we were born on this soil. So I do need my peace out of it. And it should be given to me because I am American. I was born here. This is where I was born at. So if you build this constitution, you build this system based upon those pretenses or whatever, most black people are American, and we're still not considered a whole human being. We're not even considered an entire human being. So that's why it's important to understand who you are, where you stand in all this, and then that's why every black American should be in arms right now in anger. We have laid down, we have put up with the economic imbalance for far too long. It's not fair. All it's doing is breeding a hateful race of people, a divided, torn race of people. And they are thriving off that because they know that if we were to come together, we would overpower them, we would outpopulate them, everything. They're afraid of it. They're afraid of us having economic balance. President Biden said in his speech that that by – 
by 2040 that uh, that the majority of America is going to be people of color, and he used the word people of color. Okay, so 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 they're worried about they're worried about this system. They're worried about us waking up. All right, uh, Bray Breen. Yeah, you know, by being disingenuous, because they still be the largest minority. They still be the largest group of people. They won't be a minority. The color of people doesn't mean mean nothing because divide and conquer prevail. The Indian people, the Indian people don't have nothing to do with us, right? The people from India, we're dominating Atlanta. The people from the people in Hispanic American country don't have nothing to do with us. You know what I mean? Because we, we, who are we? We just a person of color. We're not a nation. We're not a group of people. We're not even a race. We call it a race. I don't know why, because we ain't winning nothing, right? We ain't in no race. You know, right. we're still at the sidelines, right? But let me tell you something. You know. When, when we talk about it, and when people people anger me when they said that we didn't have this, we didn't have that, right? We did for ourselves. I was raised up in a city where you looked at people that were millionaires, right? Black people in the black community. They had so much right. money landing. When they opened up the gates, when they opened up the gates to the white community, we just, they paid cash for these houses and just flooded these communities overnight. Not because they were allowed, they, were give, they weren't even given no loans. Some people paid cash in these places that they're now worth millions of dollars, right? And black people, it looks just as good or better than it does when they moved over there. Another thing I'm saying is that when we had our own, we had factories. We had, we had a lot of other things going on, right, in our community. We had our own hospitals. We had five hospitals in a lot of black hospitals. That was on the separate but equal, but what happened to that? Uh, hold, hold what up, happened to uh, all of that? Why did we integrate? Why did we integrate into white America? Why? Why? We had all of that from the beginning. We they took it, man. They took it. Okay, look, integrate, integrate, assimilation are two different things, right? But like, he, like, like your son mentioned the crack wars. Now you remember, brother Gant, you was around then. How the neighborhoods look everywhere in the country. I traveled to every city, every state, and city country, right? How they looked before the crack. Chicago. How they before the crack That's and right. after the crack. That's how the right. land looked before and after the crack. Bankhead Highway and all that. We had just integrated. They been doing integrated Bankhead How it looked then, how it looked at that time, and how it looked after. It was, it was looked like hell. Like the streets had buckled up. The buildings had fallen. Even the projects were crumbling. You know what I mean? It looked like the Z had went into the buildings in the wild. Wild hanging down. We ain't got lights up because people still a cop out of the wild to get some crack. You know what I mean? Chicago. I seen they have little kids running around barefooted with baby twelve times I need a man. You know what I mean? Or out there or, or people selling their kids out there, grown men out there acting like prostitutes to get some money for a bump off a pipe. You know what I mean? I seen that with my own That's eyes all over man. the country. Hey. Okay. okay. I got you, but I watch I was looking but but I'm t- but hey, only way I can tell it, brother. Only way I can tell it. Only way I can tell it. You know what I mean? You know, if I'm saying the truth, or it, 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 if any way you can tell that, you know, you want to use words like, you know, uh, 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 a scientific word like penis and stuff like that and whatever, I would use that. But I didn't use that. I just said, uh, I just made a blank journal statement. But that was that what happened, brother. That's what happened. And not on top of that, we lost everything. You know, we had building seven. Everybody thought we had arrived, man. Segregation, I mean, segregation wasn't even complete to the late 70s down south. I thought I had arrived. I, it was job we never heard about opened up to us, man. Educational avenues we never even thought about. Our people didn't never know existed. That's why we should take our kids and our church to show them all their things. Don't, don't, don't centralize them or concentrate on one thing. Take them out to see. Take them out to understand about aviation. Take them out to learn about 
hydrodynamics, about sewage systems and water and stuff like that. Take them out to learn about electricity and stuff like that, electricity grid points, right? Don't take them out to open up stores, open up restaurants, you know, and, 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 and the latest hot thing, learn all that, put all the concentration money on that when the whole world passes them by. You know, take them out to buy aerospace, right? they talking about leave, leaving the land on the moon. You know, they, they got the math where they're taking plants and creatures, celestial objects over a million miles away, don't even know what it looked like. They had a map, don't know how big it was, and hit the thing and, and determined it, it came out better than they determined, right? That's math. Where's our what is using math like that? What are we using that for? All we do is we stuck on we still stuck on spinning our wheel and falling backwards. Like right on the treadmill and can't keep up. You're going backwards, right? So what I'm saying to us now, let's get the energy. Let's push our kids. Don't say, Oh, don't 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 be too hard. I think you tell them, don't be too hard on kids, stuff like that. What? My parents told us they want you to they wanted me to be the best I can be. They want me to be better than them. Do more than they did, right? I had a generational wealth. You know, man, them being there telling their kids, man, virtual right to kids, go out there and get yours. I want y'all to compete against us. Who's gonna be the best to handle my business? I want y'all to fight over it. I ain't giving y'all nothing. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, but, but see, we we talk. Oh, we, we don't want to get them upset. We don't want to push them too hard. We don't want to do it. We don't. We want to cut them. We we don't let the children be children. We don't wait to be adults. Oh Lord of mercy, they gonna be out there. Oh, let's don't do this. You know what? We're raising, we're raising people that don't have motivation to do nothing but sit around and have well, party, put on well, makeup. They, they on. gave them a dope sack. They gave them a dope sack. They gave them, they gave them a gun. Yes. You know, to destroy, to destroy, to destroy. They're dropping off crates of guns in Chicago mm. where the people can just pick them up. And, and, and this is what they're doing in our community today. Because they want what you, they want the, because because they want the resources. See, when they gave us the project, when they gave us the project, I was gonna say when they gave when they gave us the project, it was a test. Yeah, 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 yeah. They took our land from and they gave it. They they gave us what they call that, all to take it right back. In order to do that, what do you have to do? We have helped them destroy and tear it down so at market value is lower to buy and take back. See, when that rapper uh when that rapper I forget his name, dang man, it's gonna tip my tongue. He tried to buy he tried to buy all the projects in Atlanta. He tried uh-huh. to buy all the projects in Atlanta. He started buying them. They locked mm-hmm. him up. They pulled out his case and now they put the feds on him and locked him up. See when you start moving like that, watch how they come at you. That's Watch right. how they come at you because that's what it's about. That's what it's about. They don't want a black face over those resources. They want know, to control you know all of it. The, do you know why they call it the project? Because it was an actual 40-year project. It was a 40-year project designed to destabilize our families. Go ahead. Yeah, so to get back to the point, that just that's what it, the point is. They created that system, that situation right there in order to devalue the land value at a lower cost so they can take it back. they just robbing us all over again. See, if we understood that the projects never had to be what they were, it should have been, okay, you're going to give me affordable living. I'm going to turn into something great. See, why? If, we, if we would have never allowed the drug epidemic to do what it did, we would have had people really, and we did have people fighting against it. I know it was people standing against what it was doing. It just, oh, yeah. it just, it just, it just, it was just too strong of a thing because our people, you know, you put us in poverty, you put us, niggas, they just want to wait. My bad, I didn't mean to say that. They want to wait out. They just want to wait out. So hitting that pipe, doing that, 
was a way to try to ease the pressure, ease the, the oppression, not knowing the addictive qualities that came behind it. And they thrived off that because they knew that if we take and do that, they're going to just destroy the land all over it. And then 40 years from now, we can buy it back, take it right off beneath them Negroes. Because they don't know what to do with it. They ain't thinking about this. If they were smart, we just gave, we just, we just really let them have cheap, affordable living. They should have made that jump beautiful. It should have stayed beautiful. It should have stayed unified. But they, they put all that in a place to separate. Like, again, it's all about divide and conquer, like he said. They knew if you divide them, they're going to play right into the system that we're trying to keep them in. And we're going to just get all this back, and we're going to sell it back to them, or we're going to sell it back to our people where they can't afford to stay over there. That's right. You, 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 know, you know, another thing is because people don't, you know, black people don't care. A lot of us do not care. We do not care. If you got comfort, if you're able to do what you want to do, you out of comfort to do whoever you want to do, right, you go with that. You know, you don't care less about about the suffering of your fellow man or the overall uh, problem of your overall problem. No, I'm good. Do your own thing. Do what you got to do. Shake it. You know what I mean? I got my makeup. I got my girl. I got my car. You know, I got my apartment. I got my home. I'm balling. I'm doing better than this. I don't need none of that. I'm cool where I'm at. That's a reality that we have to face. But in the longer picture and looking ahead, you ain't going to have that. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about? Oh, yeah, because you know what? It cycles again. I, I live and see how we came up. And now I'm seeing the downfall. All that we fought for, all the people that died, that, that I knew that died, that I don't know who died, the people that fought tooth and nail, that gave up their lives, to risk, to risk their lives being taken at any moment, being bombed, being tortured, right? All that they fought for, and we just, because we throw it away and talking about, oh, well, you racist, and you, you just, no, I love my black people. I don't hate white people. I love my black people. You know, it took me a long time not to hate white people. But you know what? I learned that I learned that the love of my people is great, stronger than, than the hate or hatred or something else. That, that uh, it cripples me. Now, what do we need to do for our people right now? And, I, and your son has, has hit on it and said it over and over again, right? Do for ourselves, right? Do for yourself. That's right. You know, don't, don't, don't get mad at, at, at Booker T. Washington because he said that. And he called out those bourgeoisie. He called out the bourgeoisie about that, about them running around talking about this and other. And, you know, Booker Washington said, well, some of them said, well, why vote? Because the vote ain't for us. It's not going to help us. It's not going to change anything around. Some of them are right, some of them are wrong. But well, guess what happened? You know what I mean? We, we decided no longer to fight for ourselves, fight for what's right. We decided that we're comfortable in this. All we got to do is get them to accept us. And just Thank like Mother King and Terminator, everybody else said, you know, you can change the law, but you can't change people's opinion and heart. You know, your heart is to, to let you in. And that one, I want to say one other thing, too. There's power in human consumption. You can't put a price on human consumption. The white people, they know this. The government knows this. This is why we don't understand the power as just a being an individual person, as a people we possess. We can write the narrative for what this country should be like because personal consumption, they can't put a price on that. They can put a price on a house. They can put a price on a car. They can put a price on your education even. They cannot put a price on what humanity wants to survive off of what they need and what they want. And this is where we have the power. We have the power. And we have to take it back. We have to tell them, no, I don't want to live in your system. I don't want to live. Like, it's a better way to do this. And if they don't want to hear it, then they're going to lose money. They're going to lose their own resources trying to fight against 
us standing on those principles. This is why I said, give me sovereignty or give me nothing. To me, we're at the point of it is, it should be war. I hate to say it like that over these airways, but it needs to be said. We're at a point of we should be standing in arms type war because they're not going to acknowledge. They're not going to acknowledge the damage they've done. They don't care about it. They're going to keep on trying to sweep all this under the rug because they know whatever we keep talking about, reparations and all that, the word reparations means to repair. You cannot repair the damage you've done without literally changing the entire constitution and what it stands for to the black people. You know this. You know this. And because they know this, they're going to keep on trying to sidebar with whatever, throw money at it. You can't throw enough money. You can't throw enough money to fix my people. The psychological damage you've done, you that's all it's irreparable at this point. Some of it. It really is irreparable. So that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna continue to say the same thing. We have to establish our own nation. Not just be individuals, but nation. Come together and create a nation. Is the only way. Is the only way we will be respected. And if it means we gotta fight on this soil, on this American soil, in these project streets, if we gotta fight back. That's what it takes. That's what it takes because they don't respect nothing else anyway. The country was formed on bloodshed. Come on. That's right. It was That's formed right. upon bloodshed. They know that. They're going to keep us in, in whatever la-la land, whatever dream. But like that movie, The Matrix, is the best movie of all time. It literally describes what you have with our people. You have people that are comfortable being plugged up into their system. They can't see no other way out. I'm Neo in this mug. When I got unplugged, I seen... I can't go back and just keep working without, you know what I'm saying, working on that hamster wheel going nowhere. It's time we stand up and fight. We have to. There's nothing else to talk about. In my opinion, there's nothing else. We can talk about the economy. We can talk about how it ain't fair. What are we going to do about it? Okay. All right. What this are we going to do truth. about it? All right, y'all. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. That's the line there again coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. And once again, we're coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. All right, uh, I want y'all to give y'all a closing statement right now because we're short on time. Now. Uh, so, Ibrahim, uh, can you give your closing statement? What are we going to do about it? Well, you know what? Like, 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 like one thing. One thing that we, one thing that we should be doing for ourselves, right? You know, uh, a, a very wise man uh, during the American Revolution said, "Those who give up their uh, their freedom." for safety deserves neither, you know. So I would like to say that, again, the best way for us is to do for ourselves to create our own nation within this nation, you know, okay. and do it, and do it, and you can do it in a legal and logical manner. They're going to try to stop you, but what does that mean? They're okay. they going to try to kill you for being passive. They're going to try to kill you for standing up for yourself. They're going to kill you for trying to challenge the laws. They're going to call you an even a demon, and you should have heard that thing between Walker and <laughs> What's the name last, last night? Yeah, you know, that was, that was a mess. That was a mess. Yeah. Okay, oh, uh, okay let, me, uh, let my son come in and give his closing statement. He said, it, he said exactly the same way I feel. Me and that brother need to link up. He said exactly how I feel. At this point, it's sovereignty or nothing. It's sovereignty or nothing. That's all I got to say. Give us a nation within the nation or give us nothing at all. We fighting for it. At this point, we got to fight for it. All right. All right, y'all, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel again coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia, and we're coming at you with nothing but the whole truth. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings.